Hey everyone, this is Gio with another episode of the podcast. Thank you for listening. On today's episode, we got a special edition of Smoking from the Sidelines, where me and Kenny run down the latest UFC events or any MMA that's going on at the moment, even other sports. Um, today's episode is going to feature the last UFC event of the year. Hope you guys enjoy the episode, and let's get to it. I've proved that you fight well. Now you can join us. What's up, everyone? This is Gio with another episode of the podcast. Today, I got the boy Kenny on. We're sitting here enjoying some nice specificos. Going to talk to you guys about Jeff One or sorry, I was about to say Jeff Wonderboy and ta- Jeff Wonderboy. <laughs> I was like, what the? Hell? Um, what's up, bro? How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm chilling. We ha- we have the submission underground event going on right now too. We're actually having on the TV watching it. So maybe we'll talk to you guys a little bit about this as well. Um, some of the fights are. Submission contest that are on this card is going to be like RDA versus Cowboy. That should be a really good one. Rumble Johnson is also going to go against um, uh, Brian Bader. Right now, um, Felicia Spencer actually just grappled right now. She got submitted by armbar against this girl named Amanda Lowen. She's like a sick, I think she's a 10th planet jujitsu, but they let, they did like a world championship for this thing right now. Um, damn, bro, what did you think about the card yesterday? What, what do you think about the main event? We'll start there. Um, I mean, I thought it, I thought it, it played out exactly how I pictured it. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, Wonder Boy just styled on him for five rounds, you know, just like I thought he would. Didn't do anything too special, um, you know, just just did what Wonder Boy does, just you know, pick you apart from, from the outside counter, you know, um, just bunch of movement, you know. Thompson yeah. looked really good. I mean, he. Look like just classic uh, Steven Thompson. Steven, yeah. Right? yeah. Do you think he looks as good as he like looked in his prom? Because honestly, he looked, he looked like a really good yesterday. Slower. He yeah. Maybe a little slower, but um, I mean, he, yeah, he looked as, he looked just like vintage uh, Steven. Honestly, I mean, just was moving out the way, and yeah. countering, and and uh, he he looked pretty damn good. It, Neil couldn't figure him out. It seemed like. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wonderboy does such a good job of like staying in and out of range and like keeping you at his distance, like what he wants to fight you at, you know. And like it seemed like Neil didn't really like put too many combinations into like actually get in that range, you know, and like make him. I felt like he had to make it more of a brawl than an actual like a point fight because you can't out point fight a point fighter. You know what I mean? Like karate is just like one of those skills that makes you in and out. And like Stephen Wonderboy did like a bunch of uh, point karate before this. Is that confetti in the center? Or what is that? It's a little red. Red and blue coin that they flipped to see because it now it's going into the overtime. Oh so yeah, it's going to see who what corner goes first. Pretty much, it's a trip. How they do like you uh, go into like a certain kind of grapple, like what position you want to be on. Like either you could do the arm bar, or I think you could take their back as well and try to get like a choke that way. Uh, but Wonderboy, you ended up calling out um, Masvidal after that. Did you? What did you think about the call out? Oh wow, you know I I totally missed the. The interview and all, all, <coughs> everything after the fight. Um, wow, Masvidal. Well, we already seen it. <coughs> I think I don't know if it was it a. No, it wasn't a split decision. It was pretty unanimous. Yeah, I think so. <coughs> Same thing there. He just styled on uh, George. You know, um, <coughs> that was before George made his little resurgence. You know, and became yeah who he is now. You know, so um, uh, I. 
I don't know. I think I see. I want to see Thompson fight someone else. Cool, honestly, I'm like, I feel you. I feel you though, because like, part of me would love to see the Masvidal fight. I think that would actually be pretty cool. But like, at the same time, like, I feel like it'll happen the same way. Like, the fight's gonna plan out the same way. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be anything special or like new that we're gonna see. It's gonna be that same old fight essentially. Just now, maybe Masvidal will have more. Um, I would say he wanna he would wanna finish Wonder Boy more than what he did before. In the past, it looked like he was like kind of content with trying to point fight him and actually try to win that way, but. He just was like getting like just that size difference with him and Wonder Boy was just way too big, man. Honestly, um, it'd be funny though. NMF versus BMF. Fuck it, why not? Let's take that. <laughs> one. All right, uh, bro. So then there was a Kona. Yeah, ma- fuck it. Would you have anything else to say about the main? Nah, dude. Honestly, it was kind of like um, I want to say lackluster. It just yeah, it was you. just what we. It was just what I imagined it to be. Yeah. Just a point style fight. Uh, Thompson to get the the easy decision. No big moments, really. Like no, honestly, I mean, there was a couple times where I think Neil had him. Um, I want to say rock, but he mm-hmm. got him with some clean shots, you know. And I want to say had him in trouble because it ne- never looked like Neil had him like hurt, hurt. in any kind of like dangerous positions or nothing. But I I, I agree that I think he should have um, he should have just pressed forward more, you know, got into his face, you yeah, know, maybe clinched up with him more. Um, because you know that's not that's not his game, you know. You know he's that that at, that range range fighter, you know. So yeah, I mean Neil. I mean I already knew this was gonna be a tough match for him. So yeah, probably, uh, I, I don't know. If, has he fought Luke yet? That'd be a good fight, uh, Luke versus Neil. I f- it, in my head, it feels like they fought before, but in my mind, like I really don't like. I actually don't think they have. That'd but be that, a good one, I think. that'd be a good matchup. Honestly, it'd be uh, someone to kind of get him back into like. Uh, being in the top ranks again and I mean, someone that's like not that too far huge, off. That was a huge jump from yeah. um, five to eleven. You know, uh, yeah, Neil being at eleven, and then you know Thompson always. Uh, it seems like he's always staying around that top five spot. Five. You know, yeah. so it doesn't um, feel like they want to give him another title shot or like even plan to give him fights to get him to the title. Like it seems like they're kind of over him already. I think Thompson doesn't care himself either. You know, I can see that. I can see that because at one point, like after he lost twice to Woodley, it was like fuck. Like, it, it's like one of those things, like where you lose twice to the champion, and like like a Max thing. Like you can't get the title shot for a while, and like I think even Max though, they're kind of still more invested in him to like make keep him at the top. Well, but then you know what? He technically has one loss to the champ. Who? Uh, Holloway. No. So, oh, sorry. Who oh, oh, because the other one was a draw, huh? You're right, you're right. I forgot about that shit. It's because he got knocked down in the last round, huh? Yeah, it was a 10-8 that round. I forgot about that. He could have won that fight, too. He fucked. Oh, he man. was styling on him, bro. So he, he was. was yeah, fuck. Anyway, he got clipped that, that overhand right, huh? I mean, that was the best Wonder Boy we were going to see and ever see, I think, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, that, that style was so cool to come into the UFC and like just like change shit up, you know? Because you don't really see that karate style play out, especially like play out successfully because he does have like a pretty good ground game and as far as like his wrestling goes he's not like a no chump you know he's not gonna look like he's fucking amateur level on the floor you know like yesterday how greg hardy looked we'll get into that a little bit later but fucking let's go into the coming event it was aldo versus cheeto vera honestly i'll just start it off this fucking fight i really had a feeling that aldo was gonna win for some reason i just knew that cheeto wouldn't be able to like really match that energy or like output in as much output as a as Aldo was, honestly, for some reason, like, I just had a feeling Aldo was going to come in hot this fight and be able to, like, do the good counterattacks and um, 
that fucking those leg kicks. Uh, he did bring them back a little bit. It wasn't too crazy. Didn't have like too many of them. But like whenever he throws those shits, they're just so heavy. It's ridiculous. What'd you think about the fight, bro? What do you think about the decision to? I mean, he got the decision overall. Uh, I agree with it. I mean, Cheeto Vera's. We we've seen him give up the first round like ninety mm. percent of the time. You know, he just gives up the first round so I could so he can last the you know the next two rounds or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's just that's just Cheeto Vera's thing, you know. Like he he doesn't show any kind of urgency until it's too late. Yeah. You know. So yeah. And, He's not, he's not going to get to the next level if he doesn't start out hot, finish hot, you know, or just, yeah. he, he was, he played too much into Aldo's game, you know, I think he should have pressed it more, threw a lot more, but I mean, Aldo looked, no, I agree. looked pretty good, you know, I mean, he was throwing a lot, he's a little older, but he's still young, you know, so. Dude, it's so crazy how, like. In my head, like, he feels so old. Like, he feels like he's almost 40 or some shit. And he's, like, 33 or 34. He's, like, 32, 33. Like, he's not, that's not that old, honestly. He still has a chance to, like, make a run back at the title again for 135. Like, especially, like, with the win like that, like, over Cheeto Vera, who's someone that's, like, even though he's gotten a loss coming up, people still respect him a lot. And they take him as, like, he won, you know? I mean, he gave uh, Peter Jan some trouble, you know, in the first round or two, you know, so... I mean, unfortunately, Peter Jan is just a younger, stronger fighter, you know. So it's just, it's just the gen, it's the um, passing of the guard, like they say. Yeah, you I can see so, that, man. Uh, oh, but uh, fucking what we would have had on this card would have been Jeff or sorry, um, Hamzat Chimaya versus Leon Edwards. That would have been a good fight, bro. Honestly, I don't know. I so feel I like sad. a lot of the names that were were lined up on this fight, I was like, oh damn, these are good ass fights, and then they didn't really live up to what they. But it was, you know, and I was like, I mm. feel that. Honestly, the whole card, when I seen it too, I was like, oh, there's some bangers on this card. But like pretty much every fight the whole way through, like I was trying, I even tried to make notes about it and like, like, what could I say about these fights? But like every fight was like pretty mediocre. Like even the Pajeda versus Chaos Williams, which is the next one. Same thing as the Aldo one and, and, and Vera, like he didn't put out, put out enough. And he was just like, he was getting outpointed by Fajeda was, who was honestly, he's a really good like fighter as far as like. His skills and like the things he can like mix up, but I don't know if he'll be able to ever get to like the top level, like get past like the get past like the top ten. You know what I mean? What do you think? Do you think he has a chance to getting into the top ten? Yeah, just because one seventy is not. I mean, their top ten is they have fucking Diaz in it. They got um, they do have Diaz in the top ten? I think Perry's still in the top ten. You know they got. To tell you, the, I mean, the top 10 and 170 is not. Killer's row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but Pajeda is just, he doesn't have that, that killer instinct anymore, it seems like. Yeah. And after his first fight, you know, that, that finish, it seemed like he just kept trying to chase something flashy. And now yeah. that he's going back to just being a basic uh, fighter and trying to just uh, win decisions, mm. you know, it's... I guess it's not something that UFC is really looking for. It looked a little tough, too, yesterday for Chaos because it looked like he was really just trying to seek for that big punch, that big overhand right, or just a big, like, knockout punch, you know? It's just awkward fighting that guy, you know, and it's frustrating when you're trying to hit him and you can't. He's all funky movement all around and stuff. That's that's just Chaos's uh, inexperience showing, just like he hasn't fought somebody like that. For sure. Or have to deal with... um, 
you know, with a, a, a moving target that, you know, that moves yeah. in all kinds of awkward ways. And he's such a unique fighter. Like, Pajeda is, like, he's so unique. Like, I can't even really name anybody else in the UFC that's, like, so fancy as him. I would say the next person up would be Connor. Connor does shit like that all the time, but not so much, like, the running off the fence, but more like the axe kicks and random kicks and, like, you know, throws a lot of, like, unique shit that has a lot of power to it. Um that that's successful at least you know like other than that i really don't know who the fuck else uh but honestly for that fight i really have nothing else to say because that shit was pretty fucking and peta i don't know who he'd get next or even chaos chaos probably gonna take a little step down get someone in at his level or something you know maybe compete with them uh we'll go on to the mariah's versus font fight fucking mariah's man what, what what do you think about this fight and what do you think is gonna happen to my boy marlon it was just the complete opposite of what i thought was gonna happen honestly I thought Rob Font was just gonna be overwhelmed with with uh, with Marlon's power, but um, Marlon could just couldn't get it going, you know. And Rob Font has that. Was it the uh, New England cartel? Yeah, boxing or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, over with him and uh, Calvin Cater over there, or you know, they're doing some work. And Font looked good. Literally hurt him with with a jab, you know, and just kept touching him and just yeah. touching him and and. Uh, yeah, ultimately finished him because that jab was just s- solid. Mm-hmm. You know, just stuck him with it, and then had him hurt, and then just finished it off. You know, it was it was, it was really impressive from Rob Font, and I think Marlon might be a little washed. This is uh, his third knockout loss, right, in a row. No, Who, who's because he fought Cejudo, lost. He lost to uh, Cejudo. That was a while ago. But he lost to Sanhagen before this one. Yeah. And, and who was then, before that? Um, he lost to, or he won against Aldo. Oh, yeah. He fought Aldo and, and won he, by decision. Yeah, okay, then, okay, yeah, okay. before that, he lost to. Okay, okay. I, I completely forgot about the Aldo fight for a second. Um, But, man, Marais, dude, I really thought that he wasn't going to be able, like you said, go out there and get the finish against Rob Font. Rob Font's a good, he's a good fighter, but, like, I never imagined him being a guy that's going to be, like, a. A, a champion one day, you know? I didn't see him finishing Marlon. No, definitely not. And then once he, t- like, I seen his interview afterwards, and he was talking about how, like, his game plan was to strictly, like, have a lot of movement, good footwork, and to also really, really use that jab and, like, actually, like, make that one of his prime uh, targets, you know, or one of his prime, like, um tools. And he was able to use it so good that meant when Marlon got out, at one point I thought, I thought it should have been stopped even a couple times because he was, like, really robbled. But I'm glad they kind of, like, let it go through so that you could really see, like, all right, now he's done, done. Because once he got hit with that elbow up the top, he was, like, reaching for the fences. Just like, oh, shit, like, I'm out of here. I'm I'm dazed. It was just, it was heavy. This, oh, shit, what's going on right now? It's uh, Craig versus. um. So, yeah, Craig Jones is, well, used to be, like, the undefeated grappler is, for, yeah. for uh, Sug. Mission Underground, um, but then he got beat by a guy that he Fowler. yeah that he grappled before in I think Worlds or in another competition, and uh, Fowler claimed that he beat him, uh, but due to like a technical mishap, uh, didn't get scored for um, those points. I guess it was point oh. grappling, and didn't get scored points, and he would have beat Craig Jones. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go. Out, it didn't go that way, you know. Trip. So they they grappled twice in a submission underground, and um, one was like a controversial, I guess, loss, and the other one was like a, a 
like definite like Fowler beat him. You yeah. Know? So uh, now he's not top dog, and I, I don't know who this guy he's grappling right here, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think who the fuck is. Oh, oh, oh armbar. Might be got kind of armbar here, no. but Craig Jones looks like Gaster ready, kind of. I mean, he had him oh, in like he's like a, leg lock. Like, let me go for the leg lock. He had him in a in a darse, and then he got a, he let go of it, couldn't lock it up. Oh, what is he doing right now? Right now, it looks like he's going for some type of knee bar. Holy shit! Honestly, um, I was watching those fights or the submission contest with him and Mason Fowler. The both times that were on here on Submission Underground, it looked like the other guy's plan was really to get him to get out of like this first initial part of the fight or the. Just to get him into overtime exactly. because he knew that if he couldn't get the leg lock game, um, then he, he'd he be straight getting him in a, a rear naked or a or, arm yeah. bar. Yeah. And he was able to really, like, use his strength. Mason Fowler used his strength really Honestly, well. Honestly, just, like, use his Big body top, yeah, top body strength and, and his weight to just mm-hmm. lay on him. And, and uh, it was just good and within the transitions and, and, and defending those uh, those leg locks. He's Craig, actually going to be the Jones main event. Is nasty, bro. When he goes yeah. for those legs, he fucking he'll tear some shit up. I can't even imagine, bro. I was watching uh, I was watching this highlight the other day of um, because right now, I think yesterday this happened. It was the um, combat jujitsu worlds, the competition. It was oh, the yeah. female one, and uh, I think it was Pearl Gonzalez. I think she was in the final, and they like showed like us, uh, or maybe it was even the fucking. Oh, I don't know, Craig but, Jones but got the tap. I just saw her break this girl's arm. Savage as fuck. Like, oh. she broke her shit so bad. Like, like literally, that girl was, like, not tapping, and she pulled it back and went, ah, and, like, when she picked it up, like, her elbow was, like, out here. Like, oh, it was disgusting. Dude. But it was just, like, I like combat jiu-jitsu because you can slap them you and can, stuff. Yeah, like, it's open, open hand strikes, yeah. Like, that's pretty cool because it changes up the game. You're not so, like, all right, I could chill in this position. You know, I got to move because I don't want to get slapped in the fucking face. Yeah. And, like, it, I can imagine, like, do you think jiu-jitsu will ever be, like, um, more televised, like, how this is? Like, more, because, you know, it, or is it, like, a niche thing? You it's think it'll televised be in other countries, like, because, obviously, in Abu Dhabi and, and Europe, it's huge. You know, so in Maybe Europe, it's it's televised, you know? Um, out here, we would have to find some type of... Sh- Streaming the uh, service or something to watch, uh, watch Worlds or some type of website or something, or or to even watch um, Abu Dhabi. You know, um, I don't know. Maybe grappling will become more of a. I don't know. They they, well, fucking Chael Sonnen said that uh, Pancrase used to be. Um, an Olympic sport. Oh, which was um and pancreas is a uh, like submission wrestling yeah you know? um so isn't you know, isn't jujitsu an olympic sport though i think it is no no because i seen uh i think i was like hearing something that's why abu dhabi I'm tripping. exists because it's like um it's like ch- uh, no it's not like champions League. it's like um what what tournaments every two years and uh, oh, the Europe, the Euro, Euros, oh, the Euros. Okay, so it's like that. So where every two years, like it's like the sick qualification. Is it every you know? two years? Something's every two years, right? I think it's uh the Euros comes every four years or every two years. I'm not too sure. I think it might be two years, but I feel like it might be four, and it comes in between the World Cup. Between the World Cup, so yeah. it is four and four. So it's like two and two, like every time that. that Pretty much, this is big ass grappling thing that takes yeah. two years. Yeah. To to get qualifiers for. 
you know so yeah. it's like uh it's just like you know the world cup qualifiers are already been going on booming yeah and then the world cup's not to what 2022 i don't even fucking know now honestly my my shit's so like i'm so off with the dates now like i can't even remember where the last world cup was was it 2018 i think it was 2018 yeah oh yeah because honestly i think it was like Every year that I would leave a school, like it um, was right before Mila was born. It happened on eighth. My daughter's born. Oh, sick! Oh, sick! The year right before that. Yep. Oh wow. The summer before I remember. So then it's gonna be um, it's technically twenty twenty one right now. So like a year left before it comes around. Sick as fuck. The Euros were supposed to happen. Did they already happen? That's gonna happen in twenty four, I believe, in Qatar. Mm. Or what's 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 in Qatar? What's coming? I think the World Cups in Qatar. I think so. I think they were making a bunch of stadiums out mm. there, and they had to like put like a, a AC in the stadiums so that it would cool from the inside out. Damn, because it's so hot. Oh, just like, like the um, what's it called? The Forum, I think, in uh, Abu yes, Dhabi for yes. the UFC. For the UFC, yeah, because I think it's gonna get so hot out there. Like they have like a, I think it's called the Fight Forum, or I don't, I don't know what they call it. There's a bunch of stories about people out there like dying and stuff in the construction of just the World Cup stadiums because it's like. They're doing it so fast and like it's so hot out that that like a lot of them are like getting like heat strokes and shit and dying. I seen some uh, stories too about like when Africa had the World Cup, like that so many people like had to make those things and like it was going it was going crazy. Like it was really bad for them and like especially in Brazil, Brazil had a lot of like controversy just because they thought like they're like oh they're building all these new fucking stadiums and they're not fucking like spending on us like. And the people were all, like, super poor at the time. And, like, I don't know if you've seen, too. Like, people were actually, like, like little kids were going around and, like, stealing shit from people that were going to watch the World Cup. Like, if they had their phone out, they'd go grab that shit and run. Or their bag, they'd grab that shit and just dip the fuck out. Did, did I ever tell you about that That one guy? I'm going to have to get his name, the reporter. But he um, he's a Muslim reporter who does um, uh, reporting on sports washing, it's called. Sports washing. So if you if you look into it, sports washing is pretty much, um, like I don't have like it locked down, but pretty much what my understanding of it is is when a country uses sports, uses sports to um, mask like the political stuff that like the oh okay. like the corru- like the like some corruption that's going on. Yeah, they're using that and the revenue from that to distract. Give me the other ones. I think those are frozen. To distract. You know the the people from, um, or even that the or from buyers, to you know like oh hey come come to uh, Abu Dhabi come to Qatar or come to over here because yeah. we got nice facilities we got nice of this you know so American or European um, buyers are would be more willing to be like oh yeah let's go host our our sporting events there but really there's like bad shit that's going on there yeah the government's taking money from their people or 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 actually. Like hurting their people, killing oh, their people, and shit like that. But I yeah, look into it, bro. It's it's fucking that's it's crazy. A, that actually makes a lot of sense, though, because I mean, like, if, if you look good in sports, because I mean, a lot of places really value sports. You know, like it's like one of the biggest income makers in like a, in a place. You know, and um, there's a lighter. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest incomes. So if you have like a country that's really good in sports or has sick venues for sports, you're gonna look really good. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna make you look like top. Um, with a fight that's actually going on right now, or submission contest, I don't even know what the fuck to call this, grappling match, is Rumble Johnson versus Ryan Bader. These guys are fucking, they're thick so boys. Actually, Ryan you Bader just got signed to Bellator. No, no, jump Johnson. 
You said oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rumble, Rumble Johnson. Rumble Johnson. Rumble Johnson just got signed to uh, Bellator. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he'll be fighting at uh, 205. 205, yeah. So he has a chance to become uh, a champ, maybe a Bellator. I mean, that, that young uh, Russian dude that's over there, he's he's killing it right now. Nemkov? I think that's his name, right? Yeah, I think his name Nemkov. He fought Ryan Bader. Yeah, and he knock, beat him. Knock Ryan Bader the fuck out. Pretty much. Yeah, beat his ass. Ryan Bader was the ex-light heavyweight champion and heavy. Well, he is currently the heavyweight champion still. He went on like a pretty big hiatus from being heavyweight champ. Or I think actually, I don't think he defended his lightweight heavyweight belt for a while. I think he it was won. one of them. Didn't he just lose his heavyweight belt? He lost his light heavyweight one to Nemkov when he got knocked out. I think he still holds the heavyweight. I don't think he's fought since the Nemkov fight. But that was a good fight, honestly. Nemkov just that guy's young. He's a killer. He's super good at grap, like wrestling and shit. So Ryan Bader really wasn't able to take him down. And as he far just, as the striking goes, he, he just, just was outstruck him, dude. Yeah, he's he just, just too went, much. Couldn't couldn't he mixed it up so good on the feet that he couldn't. He was just quicker. He younger, quicker fighter. You know, you got you're not gonna. You know, I think Bader's done at that weight class, low key. I think he's just gonna be fighting at heavyweight and be the faster heavyweights. Yeah, for sure. He just he, beat everybody at heavyweight because he's faster. You know. That should definitely. I mean, that should be his plan right now because he looks like so good when he fights against their heavyweights. But I think he like, weighs like two thirty, two thirty five. So mm, that's ooh, that's pretty solid to to fight against some heavyweights when the weight limit's two sixty five. You know, so Ryan Bader has some pretty good strength. I mean, he, he looks like he got this Kamora lock on uh, Rumble Johnson here. He actually was able to take Rumble down. And like he looks like he's trying to strong arm him to get that Kimura out he of his leg. Pretty much just trying to strength, like yeah, brute strength it. But but Rumble's defending pretty well. Rumble's no slouch on the ground, I and mean, he's yeah. been uh, uh, grappling with the uh, with like a, what, what's that one uh, the quintet that all, the UFC puts on with uh, oh yeah against Bellator and and Pride Fighters and all that shit. Um, so yeah, it looks like uh, he, oh now uh, Bader's still trying, have to, it. trying to stretch his arm out, look look, look for like an Americana. Oh, he's he's twisting it. He still has it kind of locked up. Rumble's still defending. Oh, Rumble's uh, look like he got his arm back. Yeah, he's tucking that arm back in. Yep. All right. Oh, okay. He gave that up. Another in half guard. Oh, he's up. Ryan fighting for the neck here. Might might have a guillotine. Who knows? Rumble's still a little bit down. Looks like he might have a guillotine locked up. Oh, he let it go. No, he let it go now. Rumble needs to do a little bit more, maybe get up off the um the, the ground. Fence, yeah. yeah, and work his way up up the fence. Feels like he's worried about like in trying to get up that he he's gonna to give up his getting neck. Punched, so he he could just stand up. I know and, I'm I'm tripping. Like I wonder why he's not trying to like get out of this right now, or maybe even like try to like hold that hand while trying to like walk his way up against the fence or something. Well, he's just wrist holding Vader right now, just defensively, just. Uh, stalling. Oh, that's the end of the round there. So now we're going into overtime. Rumble looks a little gassed right now. Honestly, yeah, he's breathing pretty hard. Like he looks <laughs> gassed compared to Bader. Bader is putting in work. Like and he's like he's ready to go. All right. So now they're going to be getting into the second portion of the of the grappling match, where it's going to be they start off in a position. I think after this is going to be RDA versus Cowboy. Derek Lewis is supposed to be on this card, and he actually got pulled off this card. I wonder what happened. Well, he got in the, you know, like they had to postpone the, the Curtis Blade fight. They told him that don't fight because, like, you can't do this submission game because just in case you get injured, you pull a cup Swanson on yourself. Hmm. You want to hit this? 
right. Honestly, I completely forgot we were talking about the UFC card, so let's go back to that really quickly. Um, um, well, honestly, there's not really much to talk about, but let's, you want to talk about the Tabor versus Hardy fight? No. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Hardy just is, he's not UFC quality. When he got to the ground, man, it just was so, like, he just was not ready. Like, Ty Bird just muscled him and just big bodied. Just showed that he can actually last in a fight, you know? Um, yeah, Greg Hardy, not a fan of him, never a fan. Um, we can talk about maybe Anthony Pettis. Oh. He he didn't look great. You know what? But, um, he did have a highlight reel. Uh, almost oh he almost God. had a finish at the end. That was crazy. Look, I, one of the biggest things I'll say about this was, I give Anthony so much credit, even though, at the same time, it wasn't a win against someone that was like super impressive and super good. I just give him a lot of credit because he's he faced a lot of adversity early in the round, and he had his back taken. In a similar position that he got finished the fight before, within a minute, like within a couple seconds, he was already at his back. So he had to fight out of that, and then the next two rounds, he was able to come out and put his pace onto Alex, which was so fucking dope. Because he's been talking about like how he's been facing all these mental struggles, <clears throat> and I can only imagine, bro. Because if you're fucking young, you're in your prime, like around like 26 or something. Like, that's when you're on the Wheaties box, the first MMA fighter to be on a Wheaties box. And, like, you're killing the game. Imagine how much fun he was having, like, the way he looked, like, young, you know what I mean? And, like, bet you, hoes, hella hoes, probably enjoying the shit out of himself. And, like, to go to, from that to being a fighter that's, like, headlining the prelim card and losing a bunch of fights, you know? It's just, like... I, I feel so bad for him because I'm like, he's such a cool guy. And, like, I just want him to win sometimes, you know. But he always faces a murderer's row of fighters. Like, his whole last fights have been just killers. So, like, for him to come back, do good against Alex Morona, I was actually pretty proud. Hoping, hopefully, it's a stepping stone for him to, like, get a couple good, like, more fights or even just get into better shape. Because it seems like a lot of times when he would get into, like, a situation that would, like, make him kind of, ha like, when he would face the adversity, he would crack. And then he would just, like, give up on himself now, like. Like, with the Tony fight and shit, too. Like, he got gassed, and then after he got gassed, he just kind of, like, gave up, it seemed, you know? And so, like, I was proud of him on that. But, yeah, man, honestly, um, that spinning wheel kick at the end was fucking insane. I thought that he was going to finish Morono, but he shouldn't have fucking pulled the guillotine. He fucked up right there. What'd you think about it, bro? What'd you think about his fight? I think Pettis is um, probably one of the fighters that gets cut, to be honest. Ooh. Um, he I mean, he still holds the ranking, but... I mean, Alex Morono wasn't of quality, but just at 170, I mean, Pettis is just not a, he's a natural 170, probably walks around like 180, you know what I'm saying? So mm. 155 was his prime weight class to, to try and to get to fight belt. in, you know, but uh, now, you know, he's a little older where just. it's that, that weight cuts tougher on his body and he's like, for what, you know, I'm just out here for checks now. Like I don't think he in his head he's not realistic realistically thinking I could fight for a title at once in it. Yeah. Like, you know, so No, for sure. Um I think his best bet is just to save himself and go to uh Bellator and, and just get easy easy fights there and just get big checks. I was with, about to say with, man with his brother, you know. I was actually thinking that I was like, Do you think Bellator would even take him though? 'Cause cause Bellator has been it seems like, they don't want to take the people that have been washed out of the UFC. But then at the same time, they also did just sign Rumble and they signed UL. Yeah, so... Uh, so it's like, they're they, still they, down, you know? Coker talks out of his ass, bro. Especially to assign... I, I think for sure he'd sign um, Anthony Pettis. Because, I mean, he's still 
really good. And he's then also still fairly young, and you can give him good fights at at one seventy. Yeah, winnable fights. And people will be interested as people will tune in for so for sure. And he's still like I think yeah maybe he even can be a champ out there, especially with Sergio being there. They'll be like able to support each other and just like the the way they were in the UFC together in the past. They'll be able to like do the same in this new promotion. Yeah, I think Pettis is 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 done honestly. I could see them cutting him. You know why? Just because his pay. Like he's probably getting paid way more. He probably makes a, a a good amount of money. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, at least he's still doing flashy stuff like that wheel kick. So it's yeah. giving people to talk about him. And so maybe he gets another fight or two or maybe fights out his contract. And then, you know, maybe he's like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to fight the UFC or I don't know, honestly. But uh, I, I think Pettis, he's not going to fight anybody at the top. Yeah, for sure. You know, I c- at least I don't want to see him fight anyone at the top. I could see that. All right, so one of the other fights I want to talk about, I actually want to talk about two more really quickly, just the win versus the Royal fight. Not that it was so crazy, but just, like, <clears throat> win is so small for that weight class. Like, he looks, like, so short for the, the class, you know, as far as, like, when he fights, like, bigger fighters that could actually, like, keep in range, you know? Because the Royal did a, such a good job in the beginning to, like, pick his shots and, like, use that range to just keep him at bay, you know? But then... He got tired, and he was getting taken down at will at some point, you know? Both those dudes suck, honestly. Um, Wynn had, what, 12 takedowns or something, which yeah. they kept boasting about in the commentary. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool and all, but he he wasn't doing anything with the takedowns. I mean, he wasn't really transitioning. He was just laying on them and Wasn't throwing and big shots. Them barely, you know, and it's just those guys aren't quality fighters. Wynn's already showed enough that he he's – one of those 60 fighters that are being cut. Ahoyo, same thing. He just was laying on his back, not even trying to do anything. It was like, you're a black belt. You know, you should be at least trying to fight for for positions. And, you know, he was just laying on his back, happy just being in his guard, you know. So, uh, both those guys, in my opinion, are cut. Cut. Next. Yeah, because <laughs> fucking win, bro. Yeah, I feel you. Just because, like, you lost to Gerald Mearshaw. Honestly, just with that, you should be unsigned. So let's go on to the next one, though. <laughs> I want to talk about was Inchukui versus Prickett. This I just one, want to talk about this because holy I was, fuck. Bro. I was impressed with Inchukui. Doug. Because, all right, we seen him in the contender series at 205, and we were like, damn, this guy's a short, a stocky 205. We are like, okay. Yeah. And he he looked like he, he withstood the fight. Like he, he had some gas left in that fight. Mm-hmm. He finished it quick, obviously. Um, Savage head kick. Have it, yeah, crazy head kick. So we see him at 185 for his debut mm-hmm. against Jamie Pickett and just has this ridiculous pace. You know, I, I thought with how big this dude was, like for sure he would gas out. Yeah, same. Without like, the oh, first round, I was like, he's I was done like, for yeah, sure. After first round, if you don't finish him, he's, he's done. Yeah. But literally kept the same pace. Yeah. Just, even in the clinch, was just working body, head, body, just... You know, like, didn't try to know any, any takedowns or anything, but just was working them, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nothing that was, like, big shots towards the end because it looked like he, he his his uh, shots were a little bit more labored. But he was keeping the same pace. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this guy's he impressed me. Just because, what, this is his fifth fight? Or 4-0 or 3-0? Oh, oh, um, oh. It's his fifth fight because he was 4-0 going into that contender series. I don't think contender series counts as a professional or, no, he fight, was, right? Yeah, he was 3-0 going to contender, and yeah, it does, it does count. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. Okay, cool. Um, Dude, fucking down for 
uh, fucking um. What was I gonna say right now? You just threw me off so much with this fucking note. I had to focus and read it. I was like, what the fuck? Um, fuck, what were we talking about right now? Um, gotta do this. What were we talking about? You know, you cut me off. What were we talking about, Jess? <laughs> huh? Ah, oh, fuck. I really, I really forgot. Uh, and Chukwe just, oh, for, <laughs> oh my god, his, his fight. I okay, mean, okay. One, one of the crazy things I was gonna say is that, um, this dude gained 39 pounds. Day of the fight. Day of the fight, he came in 39 pounds heavier than what he weighed in at. He was at like, two. He, he, they said he was like 229 or two, something like that. I was like, holy day shit. Day of weigh-in? Day, no, day of weigh-in, he was weight, right? He made weight. Okay. Next day, he gained 39 pounds. Oh, shit. A day okay, of the okay. fight. Like, day of the fight. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, that's so much <laughs> weight to gain. And, like, if he's able to, like, actually keep that up, he's going to be one of the biggest... Fucking 185ers for sure. And if he's able to like fucking put some things together, he's going to be a little um, a mil- little Melvin Manhoof with some power. <laughs> so oh. we got Donald Cerrone. We got him grappling in the all-American colors right here. Red, white, and blue. Looking like Captain America out here. Uh, he's grappling RDA. I mean, we've already seen RDA fuck Darnell Cerrone up twice. Um, oh, it was twice? Twice. And so now we get to see them grapple. And I think RDA is just going to just gonna be better in the guard, you know, once it gets down. I wonder if it'll go to, like, the full-time. Like, it's interesting. Like, I did see Chell talking about how, Full like. guard? Yeah, how, like, um, he's like, it's interesting to see, like, what people's tactic is. Like, some people want to go out there and get the finish right away. And other people kind of seem to have, like, a pace that's going to, like, try to get it out through these first four or five minutes. And then get into that later stage of the grappling match where you get into like a submit, like you choose your submission that you're going to try to get. So it's interesting. I mean, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder if, how they'll, they'll take, they'll go at it. But it looks like right now, RDA is trying to go out there and get a finish. Oh, yeah. He pulled guard. He was like attacking the leg. He was like, he already has a, a single leg. Hey, what's the first card of, the, of January? Uh, I believe we're on Fight Island. Is he gonna be? Oh, thank God, man! Hey, I, I honestly, I will say, the last two cards, not that many people pulled out. Like for for being like actual week of, you know, like because so lately we'd had like, all right, it's fight week, <clears throat> four fights are pulled out now. You know what I mean? And fight week is just like holy shit, like the card's done. But yesterday, I don't really think anybody had to pull out. But like, actually, like the week of. Maybe I think there was like two fights that did get pulled overall. It was gonna, it was the oh, actually, you know what? Fuck. Well, Bilal got, Muhammad got pulled out. July sixteenth or July January sixteenth, twenty twenty one. We got Calvin Cater. Oh my god! Going against Max Holloway or Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. What up, I should say that's that's the way he signed it. But um, yeah, that's the main event, uh, January sixteenth. Dude, that's going to be so weird going, like, two weeks without the UFC or three weeks or something like that. Yeah, almost a month. Because it's been, like, every week they put out an event since, like, I can't even remember now, you know? They might might have been the most quality event. Yeah. But they're putting on fights nonetheless. They were getting them out there. Some content to watch, you know what I mean? Some shit to watch on the weekend and fucking enjoy. It was actually pretty, like, some of the cards, too, that were, like, not that good on paper. 
ended up being some of the better cards in the year too, which was so weird. And like, like even the one from yesterday, it was it looked good on paper, but then it actually didn't pan out to be like the sickest card to end of the year. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't end the year in a bang. Like, damn. Yeah. You know, there was a couple highlights. Um, maybe the last one we should talk about, Jimmy Flick. Um, yeah. You know, with the that head kick that got caught and just turned it into a flying triangle and Dude, left the tap. You know, that, that shit was, was crazy. He that was, shit was wild. And I thought he was losing the fight. I was like, he's not really gonna have a way to win because I was like, it looks right now like it, he, uh, the guy he was fighting was dirty, right? Uh, Corey, Corey Durden or Cody something Durden? Like right? Yeah, Cody. something like that. I didn't know it was Durden. And then, like, um, that guy was doing pretty well, though. Like, his jujitsu was, like, you could tell, like, he was on point with that. And, like, his striking was actually looking really good. He stopped a couple of takedowns, and I was like, all right, he's going to be able to, like, keep this on the feet and out, outstrike him because it didn't look like Jimmy Flick really had much on, on stand-up. And he was able to fucking throw up that crazy-ass submission. And when he got it, we were like, what the fuck? I, mean, I looked at Law like, what the fuck? That just happened right now? That's... <laughs> That was crazy. Yeah, you don't you don't see flying triangles in the UFC. Maybe a couple of them. I don't I don't know how many they have in history, but it was just honestly it was just where awareness and just good like uh, fight IQ. Just to, oh yeah. shit, you know my foot got caught. You know what? Let me turn it into this and see yeah. what see, we'll see what's up. Yeah. You know, and uh, fuck, dude, locked it up for real quick, and then. Uh, he had him in that that triangle. It looked like for a little over thirty seconds. I I, I thought he was gonna put him out. Out. Um, oh yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, homeboy, homeboy just tapped out, and uh, you know, Jimmy Flick. Got, I, I'm not sure if he got a, a, a bonus or not, but I think that was bonus worthy. You know what else, bro? The, on the card that I forgot to talk about. Um, even though it's not like something crazy, but I thought uh, Tyla Santos. I thought she looked really good against Jillian Robertson because. Robertson's someone that's, like, very uh, grappling-heavy, fucking well-known for being a submission. Like, that's that's her game, like, submission artist. And for her to go out there and, like, stay in her guard most of the fight and try to, like, ground and pound her, you know? And she stopped a couple sick, like, submissions. Uh, Jillian threatened with the triangle. She threatened with the armbar a couple times, too. And she was able to get out and, like, stay calm. And I was like, oh, shit, this girl's looking really good. Like, she's probably going to be climbing the ranks. Like, these Brazilian fighters... The girls are so fucking good. Like, like I don't know what it is about them, but they just have, like, everything. Like, they have, like, the power. They have the jujitsu, and they usually have really good striking, too. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, Hebus. Hebus is going to come up soon, and she's going to be fighting. Um, I forgot who's gonna who stepped in place for for uh, Watterson because Watterson got injured. I think she pulled out of that fight. That's going to well, be good. Well, Angela Hill is going to be fighting soon, right? Yeah. Uh, Did she get put back on something? I don't know. Cause she was supposed to fight the uh, what this last two week two weeks ago she was supposed to fight Tisha Torres, she ended up pulling out of that. So I'm not too sure. Honestly, I don't really know who the fuck's gonna come up next. Well, shit. Fucking what else is there to talk about in the UFC? Not not really much. No, huh? dude. I mean, I, it sucks that the uh, it's ending on on the card that it ended on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any other fights that are set for the card, like for the January 16th card? Cause I just seen you said the Max yeah, Holloway one, right? We got a full card, yeah. It's already good. Like, is it is this pretty good or is it gonna be like, eh? eh it looks like it looks like it'd be okay. What's the co-main? Co-main's Ricky Simone and Brian Kelleher, mm. uh, and then we get Tim Elliott versus Jordan Espinosa, uh, Hadolfo Vieira <sighs> versus Anthony Hernandez. Damn, that's not even. 
Fluffy, that one oh, fluffy guy. Dude, that's not even a matchup. That Rodolfo's just gonna sub the shit it's, out of him. It's Anthony Fluffy Hernandez, that one guy. Oh yeah, he's gonna sub the shit out of Rodolfo. Isn't that the guy that's like a fucking world like Yeah, he's won uh Abu Dhabi, I think, once or twice. He came in last time, got his eye busted the fuck oh, up. Almost he would have lost uh the fight. They would have stopped him if he <laughs> didn't was, submit him. Bro, that shit was nasty. Shit his was eye was like opening the fuck up she like was swollen. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure he's gonna um, win that. Akhmadov versus Tom Breeze. <sighs> Justin Taffa versus Carlos Felipe. Um, Sarah Morris versus Vanessa Mello. And yeah, it's just a bunch of jabronis. Bunch of jabronis? <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I, I didn't really expect too much just because it's a fight night. I was like, all right, for sure. But yeah, Calvin Gator. Max Holloway. <laughs> what do you think about that fight? Who do you think? Who do you got on that? If you were to choose, um, I got Max. Same, Max. I think he's gonna make his way back to a title shot somehow. Yeah, Obviously. two more, two more wins. Yeah, I I see it though. Two, like I see, and, he can and be maybe him. like two ex- and very impressive wins. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, yeah, for sure. If he's gonna be able to, I think keep out of um, Calvin's boxing range, just because I feel like his range is a little bit bigger, a little bit more like. Wide, you know, and, he, and that diversity of being able to throw in that new Muay Thai style that he used recently. I wonder if he'll kind of like try to go with that approach or he'll switch it up and go with his old approach, you know. So it's interesting to see, but I think at the end of the day, I think I got Max. Yep, Max. I think by decision, I don't think, I don't know, he hasn't gotten a finish in a while, so. It's, yeah, fuck, who the fuck is he? Uh, Ortega. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, that's about it. But yeah, with that. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. I appreciate you for being on, Kenny. Yeah, no problem. Ain't no problem, man. (laughs) (laughs) We out. Subscribe on fucking everything. Everything. Follow on everything. Follow me on uh, Twitter at Mr. Kenny with the extra Y at the end. And Instagram as well. Same thing. Yep. If you guys don't follow the Instagram for the podcast, it's What a Trip Podcast. And then follow on Spotify, Apple, all that shit. Thank you guys. I appreciate you for listening. Yeah. Peace out, dude.